Hello, I'm Amy, and together with Gay, we are the co-founders and joint artistic directors of Human Story Theatre. We focus on new plays with a health and social care issue at heart and aim to be accessible to all. Welcome to Human Story Theatre, the podcast, Series 2, Happy Even After. This podcast is a special project as a result of COVID-19. We bring you the audio version of our play Happy Even After, which explores domestic abuse, from wedding vows, various anniversaries and into this lockdown. Happy Even After was meant to be touring again right now. Its first tour in autumn 2019 has already enabled women to leave abusive households, male and female victims to see their stories represented and recruited domestic abuse champions. Due to COVID-19 and the increase of domestic abuse, one of the cast members, Jilly Bond, has driven the conversion of the play into this audio script so that these important messages are able to be amplified now. It's been a challenge. Resources improvised and stretched, not to mention our technical capabilities too. All working remotely, crouched under duvets, in broom cupboards, clutching their own phones, the cast have individually recorded this play and the editor has crafted the sound. All passionately believing in the play's messages to four key audiences. Awareness for the general public and for neighbours to recognise the signs and seek help. De-escalation tips for both perpetrators and victims and sources where victims can seek help right now. We've split the play into three episodes, culminating in a fourth episode with Becky Seaborn, a domestic abuse expert, offering current advice and support. Don't judge me. I never meant it to be like this. In the beginning, it were good. Really good. I, Peter James Jenkins. I, Kate Wilhelmina Jones. I, Ashley John Bradley. I, Naomi Josephine Pickford. Take thee to be my wedded husband, husband, to have and to hold hold from this this day forward. forward. For better, better, for for worse, for for richer, for poorer, poorer, in sickness and in health, to love and to cherish till death do us part. part. Happy Even After by Gay Poole Brought to you by Human Story Theatre Episode 1 Do people still do this threshold thing? Maybe not. Stop it, get off. I want to start as we mean to go on. Which is? Me taking care of you. Mr Bradley, my knight in shining armour. Why am I blindfolded? No peeking. Well, Mrs Bradley, it's now you and me against the world. There. I thought we'd honeymoon by starting our life in our very own home. Oh. Is in our own home? As in you've bought it? Well, the mortgage company did. (laughs) Duck egg blue. You know me inside out. Happy? Happy? I'm ecstatic. Oh, you dark horse, you. 
I don't remember doing this first time round. Well, you're with me now. Right. <laughs> Threshold. Peter Jenkins. Do you think you'll be able to manage me? Well, I'll give it a darn good try. Peter, no! With the help of a JCB if needs your be. Back. <laughs> Here's to my amazing wife. I'm the luckiest man alive. To us. And a magical day. Darling, your proud dad's speech was longer than one of my lectures. Shame your parents couldn't make it. In his new Aussie twang, too. Bless them. <laughs> I am their only daughter. Well, I'm your only husband now. We'll see. Oi. Ash, I want to see the rest of the house. I thought you'd never ask. The view of the Mendips is amazing. Smooth. Come on! Janet will be feeling it in the morning. Want that for cheap, Carver, was it? It's all fizzy pop to me. Honestly, now, did you think much about your first wedding day with Julie? Well, just briefly. It's only natural. I bet you did too. Yeah, but this was very different. In a good way. I bet the band were different. Blimey, O'Reilly, where did we get them from? Our Sheila was in her element. She was back in her heyday swooning at Cliff. That was no tribute. The only thing he had in common with Cliff Richard were the tight pants. He could hardly move. And that's what Sheila loved about him. He couldn't escape. I could do better myself. You're just a devil woman <sighs> with <laughs> You're just a devil woman. She's gonna... God, you're getting the accent too now, Mum. <laughs> yeah, life's good here too. Haven't killed each other with our cooking yet. Actually, turns out Ash is a really good cook. Oh, really? <laughs> Haven't found anything he can't do yet. Ash has just come in, Mum. He sends his love. Yeah, you know, we'd love to come and visit you all. Yeah, maybe next day. Well, I better go, Mum. This will be costing you a fortune. Bye, Dad. Love you. You smell... So Slow good. down, you've only just got in. I've thought of you all day. My undergrad's got a very brief resume of Dante's Inferno, I can tell you. I couldn't wait to get home. Well, quench that Inferno until after supper, at least. I've got the rice on, I don't want to burn it this the time. The rice can be turned off, surely. My Inferno cannot. <laughs> We've got all the time in the world now. Are you going off me? Don't be silly. So I'm silly now. You're twisting my words. I just mean I'm tired. And that old chestnut. We said we'd talk tonight about visiting my parents. They hardly had a chance to get to know you before they emigrated. I think they're still in shock. I just know a good thing when I see it. Oh, thing, am I? A, a good egg. What? I just knew right from the beginning that you were real, caring, beautiful. Remember when I came to meet you from work and you were helping that old chap select underwear for his invalided wife? You spent ages with him, as he was so keen to get it right. Well, I got to witness you unawares. And I knew then, fast-forwarding decades, that I'd want to do the same for you. 
and I thought you were too good to be true. And so mature. Old? No, a grown-up at last, after all my former mistakes. Don't get me big pants, though. <laughs> and when was it for you? I told you. You had me from supper at Le Manoir. Ah, gold digger. No. <laughs> oh, OK, yes. <laughs> oh, I hope we end up like my mum and dad. Um, like? Well, still best friends. I'd love them to get to know you better. Missing them a bit. Do you actually know how much flights to Sydney are? But if we went off peak, I'm we could... I'm already working as hard as I can to set up our life together. Anyway, this came for you today. Think it's from that course. Oh, I don't know now. I don't know whether I'm good enough. I believe in you even if you don't. And I'm here for you. So we'll need money for the course. After all, you're the artistic one. I'm the colourblind one. What? Why didn't I know that? Not something I boast about. But you've never said it's it? It's just as a kid, I wanted to be a pilot. Even applied for the RAF. <laughs> but it appears I have red-green colourblindness. Oh, love. <laughs> Shit happens. What about driving? Doesn't it affect that? I learnt to accommodate. <laughs> I know where stop is on a traffic light. And seemingly in the bedroom, too. I wasn't... I mean... I'm just curious, that's all. There's still so much to find out about each other. So it's likely our children will be colourblind Whoa, too. Whoa, slow down. <laughs> Are you changing your mind? Is that No, of course not, but to... we've only been married a month and you... Yes? Well, you keep bringing it up all the time. Sorry, I thought now you're my wife, you'd want to have our children. And I do, you know I do. Do I? Well, you should do. It's just, I'm only 25. And we need both of our incomes for now. And like you just said, I could do this textiles course and then when I've got that under my belt, I could start my own business from home. That could work better around our family life in the future. You think you have it all sorted, don't you? Just trying to please us both, I suppose. You know the Greeks have five words to describe love and not one of them describes what I feel for you. Mm, I love it when you talk clever. <laughs> Oh, the rice. Kitchen it is, then. Hello, hello. Tea's up. Oh, I've not stopped all day. I'm thirstier than an alcoholic in a monastery. And I'm thirstier than a... camel in a onesie. What? Uh, clog dancer in a desert. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> I'm the funny one in this double act. You're the straight man. Well, curvy woman. Oh, <laughs> what? You fool. Come on, your tea's getting cold. Thank God. I'm knackered anyway. How was your day? Well, I completely forgot a meeting with finance. <laughs> they thought it was on purpose. <laughs> Maybe it was. You? Had another DA case. Not again. God. Yeah. Jono brought him in. Smarmy git, all Armani suit and plucked eyebrows. Plucked eyebrows? Full of excuses, of course. Even had the bloody brass neck to recite the CPS definition at me. When did a little tiff constitute an incident of controlling coercive threatening behaviour, violence or abuse between those aged 16 or over who are or have been intimate partners or family members regardless of gender or sexuality? 
And was it a little tiff? Was it fuck? Is the woman okay? Her and the kids taken to the women's refuge. Thank God they exist. It's not enough, though. They're gonna have to do something soon. But she has to be the one to leave. It's always the woman who comes off worse. Makes me sick. You want about the kids? My childhood memories aren't all that brilliant. Mum moaning at Dad. Dad escaping to the Red Lion. Mum moaning even more when he come back. And she'd goad him. Call him half a man for needing propping up with the booze. I'm sure she had a reason. No, I'm not excusing it. Violence is never right, but it, it were as if she just had to aggravate him. She knew which button to press, and oh my God, did she press it. And so he'd lose it, and he'd thump her. I used to think she actually enjoyed playing victim and drawing us kids into it. God knows why they kept doing it. Perhaps they were just toxic together. Some couples are, you know. Well, I'll never understand. I used to think it was that generation, how it was back then. But I see it more and more now. And that's why you became a copper. You're a good egg. You don't do injustice. Keep thinking about that poor woman. Nothing with her. Apart from the pyjamas and a lucky dip card. Playing Pollyanna to those kids, saying it was a holiday. And you can tell from their eyes, they know. I always did. I'm almost grateful I didn't have kids. You'd have been a great mum. Oh, I need a shower. No, Peter, your tea! Happy anniversary! Oh, you made me jump. Happy anniversary! <laughs> for the first year, paper. For the first year. Not divorce papers, then. Oh, how beautiful. I thought you could use a diary now you're so busy. And for times of the month? It's for a second chance. A new life. That's what I'm having, thanks to you. Oh, hang on. I don't recognise this man I married. I just want to take care of you. I've been taking care of myself for years before you came along. Everyone needs someone. Wait there. Unwrap mine, then. I didn't know about the paper thing. I told you not to waste our money on me. We're meant to be saving for our family. Didn't cost me anything. I made it for you on the course. It's a special pattern just for you. No green or red. Colour is a construct. A hallucination from the black tomb of our mind. <laughs> Heavy. Ah, it's very clever. Really. Really. Thank you. <laughs> Who's texting you? Just course people. About the course? Yes. I don't want to say this, but... Go on. A colleague of mine knows your tutor, and he was telling her about a girl called Naomi's work. And? According to him, this Naomi's work is naive. No, but he said he thinks I... He I'm just wants to get in your pants, Naomi. He's a piece of shit. He knows nothing. I believe in you because I know how talented you are. 
No. Hey, wait there. I've got another surprise for you. There no. you go. You first. No, you first. Go open it. Go. <laughs> A diary. So you can write down all your lustful thoughts about me. Yeah, right. Thanks. Open yours then. Look inside. What? Oh, tickets. <laughs> Very clever. That's more like it. You can discharge your own lustful thoughts in the diary. Oh, Peter, you remembered. Sting. Every breath you take. Every moment yeah, never you mind make. all that. Every bond you break. That's only right we support the OAPs. All right. Now, open yours. A scarf. Bloody hell, I'm not that old, am I? No, no, I'm kidding, it's lovely. You didn't knit it yourself, did you? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Look at the tag. Handmade in Inverness. Very posh. You're not the only one who can be inventive. Think. Don't tell me you've enrolled us both on a machine knitting course. No, I've booked us that cottage for the weekend. It's miles from anywhere, so your colleagues won't be able to find you. Oh, uh, Mrs. What do you intend to do with me? Wouldn't you like to know? I've been saving this. Oh. A baby grow. And it's going to be a boy. Not necessarily. <laughs> but like I said, you'll be a brilliant mother to whomever. This was mine. The only thing I was left from my birth mother when I was adopted. What? I didn't know that. Do you want to tell me Why don't you go put it in the baby chest I bought you? Ash, I didn't mean... Go on. Give me a minute, then. Oh, hi, Lynn. Oh, that's sweet of you to remember. Oh, yes, of course, you were there too. Well, I'm afraid your daughter's out with a friend today of all days. Yes, what? yes. Uh, but don't you worry. I'm taking her out for a slap-up meal on Saturday instead. I'll be sure to tell her to call you soon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good day. <laughs> right then, my lady. Dinner is served. Oh. Great. If you've been affected by anything in this episode, please visit our website, humanstorytheatre.com slash podcast, for information about organisations that can offer support. In the next episode, there are more wedding anniversaries, a baby for Ash and Naomi, and we hear the tension that family and health issues cause both couples. Subscribe to Human Story Theatre on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts to make sure you don't miss it.